The following views and or opinions are those of Kyle Poor and Mitch Bueller, and in no way reflect the opinions of mainstream culture. The following content contains some or all of the following. Crude adult humor, adult language, childish opinions, and just plain offensive content. Listener discretion is encouraged, though not advised. Similarly, we do not want to insult anyone who could sue us, so please take what we have to say for what it is. Too loud mouths rambling about nothing, no offense, explicit or implied, is meant. We're just having fun. You've been warned. Welcome to it, folks. Hello. Yet another episode of your favorite slackers talking about nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Another week has passed. We're recording on Earth Day. we got to stop recording on pseudo-holidays. You know pseudo-holidays. Like, we started out by recording on April's Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, what qualifies as a real holiday to you, then? Um, Canada Day. Anything you get that pay? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, real good segue right there. <laughs> City of Toronto. Good Christ. Trying to, to pass bylaws saying that, you know, st- stores can stay open so people can shop on statutory holidays. Who the fuck needs to go buy furniture on fucking Canada Day? You can wait till the next day. Ooh, 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 what if I want to buy patio furniture on Canada Day because I didn't bother buying any You can wait a day. <laughs> or Christmas Day. Oops, forgot the present for the kids. <laughs> that actually happens. You'd be surprised how packed a Walmart is at 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Actually, this happens every year at the theater. We get that one guy that'll show up at like... Because we, we cancel our late show on Christmas Eve okay. at the theater. And we'll always get that one person that'll show up just as we close the tills going, I need to get a gift card, I need to get a gift card, I need to get something because I didn't get anything. Like, oh my god, please, for the love of god. We're just like, sorry sir, we're closed. Like, Art, we have no more money left. We cannot process anything. Should have come five minutes. <laughs> there's a... I always, I always feel like it's like, there's a gas station down the street. Good luck. <laughs> oh, my. Local news today. Holy shit. Fire. Fire. Lots of it. Big one. Goodbye, 140 West. Fubar, Cabo. Caesars. We will miss Mel's Diner. Although we will miss Mel's Diner. I've, I've never been there. Neither have I, but truth. I should have. But I feel a little pain in my heart yeah. for the 60s Diner. <laughs> um, that wimp is safe. It burned cool. to the ground this morning in a matter of hours. It's just like, <laughs> done. See ya. Must have been all the alcohol and grease. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, no, yeah. I, some people feel bad, but I say good riddance. No one was hurt, thankfully. Yeah, no one was hurt. Mind you, and that's a purely physical sense, I'm sure there's a lot of economic pain going on Oh, yeah, right like, now. okay, I feel for the workers, you know, the average Joes, that were working those places. Flipping burgers and processing transactions. Who I don't feel sorry for are the owners, because they're going to get a huge insurance payout on that stuff. Oh, yeah. Because you know, you know, especially the, the club owners. <laughs> They'll cut their losses and... Move on. Move on. Because that's the way the business world works. Silver lining of the situation? Downtown Kitchener is going to vote to get a lot more business on weekends. It's going to go off. <laughs> off the fucking chain. <laughs> you know, it, it. on one hand, I'm like, you know, this kind of sucks. On the other hand, I really don't give a shit. It's Waterloo. <laughs> hey, man, I like Waterloo, but I don't like that part of Waterloo. I hated that place. Because as you know, I worked at RIM. 
And when I'd come off the afternoon shift, which ended at midnight, <clears throat> I'd have to stand out in front of HMV and wait for my bus for about half an hour. And the number of drunks that would come by there and just fucking harass the shit out of you for no reason drove me crazy. Well, drunk university kids are not exactly the most upstanding citizens, we can say. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I mean, and I never, I never participated in any of those clubs or bars over there. Like no, when, I've never before Fubar became taboo, I was never there. People always try to get me. Goes no, that's not my scene. Forget it. I don't go clubbing. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally in, in that book with you. Like, not, not, uh, not a clubbing kind of guy. I'm a pub guy. Sit, have a drink, listen to someone. Sit, play the fucking guitar if you like. Yeah, that kind of thing. You don't got to get up and dance. That just ruins your drunk. <laughs> anyway, good riddance. They had a good run, I suppose. <laughs> A good run. Phil's is gonna be really busy now too. Phil's gonna be packed wall to wall, man. Because <laughs> it's the closest. It's the closest one that's left. <laughs> All the other bars are closed. Better go to fuck Phil's. Mind you, Uptown Waterloo's got a fair bit places. The Vault, Fox and Fiddle, that other Irish bar. The Vault's a club. Bars aren't clubs. Well. For some reason, the university. I can just see. The, I can see pub regulars getting pissed off at all the youngins coming oh, in, raising a ruckus. Be fucking great. Bar fights out the fucking wazoo. That's my prediction for the next two months. We're gonna hear about a lot of bar fights. Oh yeah, Buzzsaw's still there. Don't know. Don't want to leave. Buzzsaw. It used to be the Silver Spur. They rebranded Buzzsaw. Is it still a country bar? It's still a country bar, karaoke <laughs> bar, right beside the Waterloo Stage Theater, <laughs> or whatever they're calling that building now. I don't know how many owners have, have been there. Also, I don't know if you noticed, there's an awful lot of demo going around our city right now. Demo? Really? Demolition work, yeah. Right across from uh, Victoria Park, there was some, some housing that's been torn down. I was walking up uh, Frederick Street uh, near near Weber, you know where the courthouse is. Mm -hmm. And that across the street from that church, like the church on Frederick Street and the, the women's shelter. Yeah. Directly across the street from that, that yeah. whole building's fucking gone. Really? Yeah. Odd. It's downright bizarre, I don't know... Why all these buildings are getting taken down? What I couldn't believe, what I saw today was, uh, they've torn up a road that goes through Rockway Gardens. I'm just like, really? We have we have other roads that desperately need reworking, and you're picking one that's less travels. Possibly the least traveled road <laughs> in the city. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, Who's man. running the city? I don't know. Glorious Mayor Carl Zare. That's who. <laughs> and his monkeys. I don't know what he's got on his staff, man. Oh. To international news. Volcanoes and earthquakes. <laughs> Fucking Iceland, man. Did you hear that they, they got a second volcano they're sitting and watching? Yeah, because there's the little one, which is the one that's been going off, creating the giant ash cloud, which has shut down fucking airliners all over the UK and Europe. And you'd think that was the end of the goddamn world from the world. You know how much money they're losing? $200 million a day. Good. <laughs> you want to know why I say good? Extra baggage fees can kiss my ass. Hey, folks, now is the time to invest in transatlantic cruises. <laughs> Just not in the beginning of April. <laughs> but it's not just Europe. Like, flights out of Africa use Europe as a layover for almost everything. Yep. Like, it's shut down everything. Oh, and the worst part, Paris, the transit community, is on strike right now. <laughs> so you can't get... 
anywhere. Like, I don't know if you caught the story about John Cleese taking a $5,000 cab ride from yes, Norway to Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice to have that kind of money to piss around. That cat made that cabbies damn sure. It was three cabbies, because they had to work in teams. <laughs> So three cabbies and John Cleese. 15-hour cab ride. <laughs> <laughs> Backtracking a second. There's a second volcano in Iceland that usually erupts in tandem with the yes, one that's going off. Now there's the big one. The big one hasn't gone off yet. You know why? Because big fucking glacier's sitting on top of it. <laughs> I can see this being a problem. <laughs> Wake up, bro. Where's Iceland? <laughs> There's an enormous crater where Iceland used to be. <laughs> oh my. I feel sorry for those people, because they really can't get the fuck out of Dodge right now, can they? No, they're stuck. Oh, under the doom cloud. Apparently the airliners are doing test flights below the ash cloud. They're it shouldn't just, be that hard to fly an airplane yeah, but below it. For some reason, blah blah blah, airspace rules, they gotta be so high, blah blah blah. So they're doing test flights without passengers on these planes to like say, hey look, we can do it, why not? You know, we're gonna do the thing. You know what? Stratosphere flights. That's what we're missing. Everybody gets an oxygen mask. <laughs> half the flights ascent, half the flights descent. Everybody wins. You just gotta get over the ash cloud back down. Mind you, well, the ash cloud almost stretches across the Atlantic now. Because I heard there were some flights getting shut down in uh, on the east coast of Canada. Really? Like, Nova Scotia and stuff like that. Well, were they like Europe bound flights? Oh, quite possibly. I don't know. That would probably be it. It's just nice to see the the heat getting taken off the West Coast for natural disasters. Have you seen the boob quake story? The boob quake story? It's a okay. little early for the segue, sir. Okay, well, <laughs> teasers. <laughs> we'll get back to it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so I'm in my last week of school. Yep, week tomorrow, man. I am today, six exams away from my summer, and I still haven't found a real job yet. Eh, neither of I don't feel bad. Yeah... It just kind of sucks, because I, I don't know why I'm panicking, because it's not like I'm going to be shit out of luck if I don't make the money. But, you know. There's there's shit for jobs out there right now. Really? There is. Like, don't... I, mean, I made I'm the mistake. probably going to get hired to wash dishes. Yeah. I made the mistake of looking up student summer jobs. Every single one of them is either a marketing job... Cutco. Or a fucking sales job. Cutco's all over the fucking place right oh. now. For those of you who don't know, Cutco is a purveyor of quality knives. They, uh... Want you to set up interviews with family and friends, and that—that's what gets me about these fucking marketing and sales jobs. They want you to, to harass the people in your life. Be like, give me money, you can have some knives. I'd or, rather harass strangers. Exactly. I mean, do you want to be, you know, ten years down the road having to deal with Christmas dinner over a broken fucking knife? <laughs> so you know those knives I bought from you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. Painting so, work. Painting work? There's lots of painting I wouldn't work. mind doing painting work. But, but that like, one place, the College Pro one, they're more looking for students who want to do entrepreneurship type things. Yeah. So they want you to, like, stick around for a while. No. Like, I'd rather, I just, I'll fucking paint, but I don't want to do all the administration shit. That's exactly it. I mean. That or there's a, tons of jobs that require your own transportation. Which hurts. There's no love for the public transit people. <laughs> there's not. Really, there's not. But, alas, that's uh, that's the nature of the economy. And, and living in a city. Yeah. I wish I lived in the country right now. Because 
If you live in the country, you don't need a resume to get a job. You, no, go, you just go, hey, Jim, you need some help? Hey, Jim, you need a farmhand? You mean to shovel shit? I'll shovel shit. I'll shovel shit. <laughs> Pay me $80 a day. I'll shovel your shit. <laughs> done and done. Seriously, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'd muck out some stables. I've done it. It's not that hard. You get used to the You smell. do get used to it. After about half an hour. I mean, once you've seen the farmer with his arm up to his elbow and a cow's ass. Rear end. You, you've yeah. seen everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much more that you can pass that. Um, it just reminded me, I don't know why this reminded me of the story I caught today. Apparently, uh, there's this big festival thing going on in, in San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the displays at this festival is the Chupacabra, which has gone missing. <laughs> This has got scam written right all over it, right? So apparently there's a chupacabra on the loose <laughs> in San Antonio. <laughs> Any of our listeners there, watch out. Lock your doors and windows. <laughs> oh, that's so ridiculous. Oh, fuck. I was in... I was on my way here today. I was walking through Walmart and I normally stop to take a peek to see what kind of prices they're still charging for video games these days. And I was standing there watching, or watching, looking at the prices, and I hear, beside me, all of a sudden, just this, this female voice say, fuck off. And I paid no attention, because I was pretty sure she was talking to someone else. I turn, and who's standing beside me? No one else but Steph Diltz. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So apparently her first reaction when she saw me was to say, fuck off. Steph, you're awesome. He just took me a comment of because honestly, I had no idea she was talking to me. I did, one of the, I did the double take. I'm just like, yeah, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's you. I know you. <laughs> oh, best greeting ever. Oh, I'm trying to think of anything else that happened this week. Hard to remember. All right, 420. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 420, that uh, marvelous multi-holiday that no one really officially recognizes. A lot of people celebrate it. It's celebrated, you're not recognized. Because, <laughs> I mean, a lot of shit is, you know, marked on that day. It's International Smoke Weed Day. That's, you know, the big one that everyone 420 tries to 420 at 420. And I did, and it was great. And smoked up with a whole bunch of total strangers and a few people I knew. We're doing the park? Yep. Right on. Now, story about this. We ended up going. It was myself, my roommate, Brandon and his woman, and Samwise. And we ventured down to the park, met up with his roommate, and then wandered off to the gazebo, met up with a whole bunch of other people over the course of about 45 minutes. Eventually, we had about 25 people just sitting around. Okay. And... 420 rolls around, there were about four pipes, a couple joints, everything just moving around the circle. We're all really, really fucking lit. We're tossing around a hacky sack. Now, half the people are really, really well-dressed, like tie and vest and nice hat and shit yeah. like that. Well, it's their holiday. They're going to dress up for it, right? The rest of us are dressed normal. Yeah. You know, slumwear. Slumwear. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this, this, this woman with a camera with a telephoto lens and a man in a suit wandering through the park. And so we all start 
talking to each other like for shit do you think they're taking pictures of us and they're like no way would anyone believe that a picture of this group could be used to identify stoners I mean half of us are way too well dressed to be doing what we're doing it was great and then uh, yeah I came home had some dinner chilled it was, it was a pretty good day not gonna lie from what you remember oh I well remember most um but uh, lots of other things get marked on 420 I mean Columbine. Yeah. Hitler's birthday. Yeah. There's a few other things, but those are the two big ones. Yeah, those are the two big ones. Which is why you gotta smoke weed on that day. Forget all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Life is shit. Smoke this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Earth Day today. Are you recognizing or uh, doing anything for the Earth on I Earth Day? I didn't put any trash on the ground if that counts for anything. That's gotta count for something. <laughs> Me? I'm not doing much. Oh, you know what I did? I took the bus to school. Just like I do every fucking day. <laughs> so yes, Kyle, I did my part for the planet. Good. <laughs> Let me tell you, the bus gets better fuel mileage than any car I can buy. <laughs> it's not like a law of averages number of passengers versus fuel consumed, I mean. <laughs> Money spent, that kind of thing. <laughs> Great economy, as long as you don't mind loud babies and crazy old people. Oh my god, I have a bus story. Oh my god, Kyle's got a bus story. <laughs> so I was going to, where was I going? I was on the bus to go up to Uptown Waterloo for something or other. I don't know why. If I think real hard, I'm sure I can remember, but it's not important. But I got on the bus at the terminal, and there was this woman. An older woman, looked to be of some sort of ethnic descent. She was swarthy. I wouldn't call her brown, but she was dark-skinned. Not, like, African dark, but, like... East Indian dark? Romanian dark. Roma oh, okay. okay. Okay, I got you. And she got on and yelled something at the driver about going to the hospital. And at about three-minute intervals, she let out a loud yelp or squeak or some variety of noise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and, and then she got off the bus to the hospital, and I was like, thank God she's gone. And I, I finished my, my trip that I was on. I still, it's not clicking in my head what the fuck I was doing on the bus. <laughs> Maybe you're just going I know, that was the day I was going to the job interview up at the, the butcher shop. Ah. And so I went up, I was there, you know, I went in early, looked around Vincenzo's classy oh. joint. What's fucking Vincenzo's, man? And then on my way back, passing the hospital, the woman got on the fucking bus again. Making the same fucking noises. And I said, okay, I give up, and I just put my fucking headphones in, because I didn't want to listen to every fucking five minutes. It was ridiculous. But it, it comes to my attention that everyone else on the bus was just as awkward as I was about the situation. No one wanted to say anything to her for fear that she was going to stab them or something. And... My question is this. Should obviously mentally ill people be allowed to use public transit? Um, I don't know whether it's a question of should. It's just of they do ha they have a choice. Well, they obviously can't drive. Yeah. Would you <laughs> there's, There you go. Would you rather them driving or taking the bus? Bicycling, walking, both valid options. They walk anyway. They got to get to sure. the bus. I don't know. I, I you can't. 
Can't make a blanket statement like that. I no. mean, like unstable, like people that you're worried about. Well, most of something. the really unstable, like those people, aren't allowed in the public. They're in institutions as it is, right? Mind you, <laughs> there are a few that are out there, and you just have to, I don't know, take it in stride. I, I, I heard some news about a mutual acquaintance of ours who shall remain nameless for the time being. Okay. I heard that uh, she's seeking professional help because she had a little bit of a psychotic break and set one of her friends on fire. Holy fuck! Yeah. That just sort of made me giggle considering who it was, who I will tell you later. None of you people need to know. <laughs> Do any of these people know this person? Possibly. Possibly? Possibly. I'm assuming it's someone we went to school with. Yup. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I have a few ideas, but I'm not going <laughs> to discuss it now. Um, speaking of, of, of random people at buses, I don't know if you have this problem, but there's people from high school that I didn't really, you know... Associate with? Associate with, but they I knew who they were and they knew who I am. And I am constantly seeing these people all the time, like on the bus or something, and most of the time it's... Don't even pay attention to each other. It's true, like, if you had nothing to say in high school, it makes you think... And you that is it. fine. I don't have a problem with that. But it's the people that want to talk to you, and the, you talk to them for about five minutes, and then you run out of something to talk about, and then it's just fucking awkward for the next 15 minutes. All you gotta do to break off that conversation is, hey, great seeing you again, have a nice life, good luck, and walk away. On the bus? Move to a different fucking seat. <laughs> Put your headphones in, bury yourself in a book, just make it completely obvious that you have nothing more to say. <laughs> but literally, that, that's what happened to me, I think it was last week. I Who read, did you run into? Caleb. Caleb, the little man? Do you remember Caleb? I remember little Caleb, yes. The um, dancer. Yeah. 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 Ran into him. And like the Has cops... he got uh, louder since? Oh, he's coming. Okay. Um... <laughs> From what it I've seems heard. like our high school is a breeding ground for uh, oh, yeah. deviant sexuality. Well, hello, we arts program. As <laughs> if that's an explanation. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, maybe it's, it's something, something in the water. Something in the water, man. Anyway, it, just, it, it, was, it was so awkward because, like, literally we talked for five minutes and it was like, what are you up to? What are your plans? How's life? How's life? And then fucking... No. Silence for ten minutes straight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's my interaction with many of my family members, let alone strangers from high yeah, school. I, I just find it so awkward. I don't know how to deal with those social situations. Eh, there, there's my advice. Have a nice life, good luck, walk away. Plug in the headphones. Well, there is one guy, like, one of my classmates, that just, he, well, thank God it's scooter season because he drives his scooter everywhere now. But he used to take the bus with me and just wouldn't shut the fuck up. And, like, I've spent, I would spend five hours with him in class every day, and it's the same thing over and over again. He just always wants to have a conversation about something he finds interesting. And he would always, always start conversations with, just out of curiosity, and then he would talk about something. And he was the worst at taking a hint of that you didn't want to talk to him. Some I would literally, I would literally take my headphones, put them in, pull up my cell phone, and be buried in it. And he would still be trying to have a conversation with me. At that point, can't you see I'm doing something else? 
go find someone else to talk. Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of person that wants to be rude about it, though. I know. You you, you and I are very different in that respect. I know. You you like being the uh, the passive social Because there, there are points with some certain people where I will just tell them to flat out fuck off, and I don't want to deal with it anymore. But for some reason, this, this guy just a little bit twitchy. I'm concerned that if I tell him to fuck off, he might... Show up with a gun one day? <laughs> well, good thing you're into exams week. Yes! <laughs> and I won't have to deal with them all summer. Thank God. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. People from the past that you don't want to talk to. I, I run into those people all the time because most people from my past, I, I don't want anything or to Or the, the people that are like, hey, how's it going, Mitch? How are you? What have what you been up to? You have no fucking clue who it is. That happens to be all the time. If you don't know who it is, you shouldn't feel bad about giving them a line of bullshit. <laughs> hey, how's it going, man? Horrible. I lost my fucking job. I'm bankrupt and this close to living on the street. How the fuck are you? <laughs> See, you can say that without lying. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Makes me feel good right here. Hey, man. You gotta own the situation you're in, am I right? That's exactly it. Like, I'm getting fucked around by a temp agency or two right now. And I'm very close to, uh, to saying, look, if you want to make any money off of me, you have to give me a fucking job. What type of Jesus are you going through right now? I am uh, with Express Employment right now. Okay. Which is getting me fuck all. They, they tried to sell me on two one-day jobs. And I said, no, because they were at Rim Park at 8 in the morning, and I don't have the means to get to Rim yeah. Park at 8 in the morning. Fuck. Because Rim Park's in the middle of fucking nowhere, for those of you not familiar with the uh, topography of our area. Speaking of jobs, um, there's a bunch of random people on Kijiji that post for just helpers to help them move. Yeah. Like, just one day, like, three-hour work, we'll pay you fucking $100 to come help me move. <laughs> it's just like, wow, that's... It's a pretty good racket if you, you know, can get anywhere. Right? Uh, yeah. Again, having a car, big asset on the employment front. It is. Full license, I, even. If, if, I had a, if I had a vehicle, I'd be employed right now. Um, I, so I, I applied for, for a job at the pizza place across the street from Eastwood, actually. <laughs> and they were looking for someone to help in the storefront and do deliveries. And I and said, well, I don't have a car. Right. And they're like, well, we'll keep your resume. Thanks for playing. And I'm like, well, god damn it. It was like the job interview I had at Rev to be the lighting technician. Yeah. And the guy goes, he's like halfway through the interview, and he goes, I'm sorry, I have to ask, how old are you? And I said, I'm 17. He goes... Damn it! I was like, why? He's like, I can't hire anyone under the age of 19. Illegal interview question. I know it's an illegal interview question, but it's a bar, it's a club. He has to protect his liquor license. He has yes. to know how old his employers are. Or employees are. If you're not handling liquor... But he said, he said, even like, he's like, we used to hire under 19, but we've been slapped with a fine before because our bus boys are fucking around or whatever. He's like, I, he's like, I feel terrible. He's like, you're exactly what I need and what I'm looking for, but I can't, can't use you. Oh, and I'm still waiting to hear back from lots of jobs, but yeah, it's just waiting. A lot of waiting. Drive me nuts. Fucking waiting, man. I hate waiting. Nobody likes waiting. You know what? The British are good at waiting. <laughs> waiting for something to happen. <laughs> True story. <sighs> boob quake. Boob quake. Yes. Go on with the boob quake story. Okay, so this, this Iranian cleric, big Muslim leader type guy, said from his pulpit that 
women's promiscuity and scanty clothing is the reason for earthquakes. Never mind the fact that Tehran sits on like four fucking fault lines, or you know, plate tectonics, or anything like that. No, cleavage is why the earth is, is angry and moving around. So in protest, oh, no. the woman is organizing the boob quake, which is going to happen next week. And it's calling on all women to dress as scantily as possible, and if no earthquake comes, then he's wrong. <laughs> you know what's going to be funny? When an earthquake happens, <laughs> when they do it. If that happens, I think I'll just check out. I'll be like, okay, we're done. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go sit in the corner for the next 17 and a half hours, all right? Boob quake. Boob quake. And the audacity of this man to sit and say, in front of the world, even, that scantily dressed women are the reason for earthquakes. I mean, yeah, scantily can... dressed women are the cause of a lot of things, I'm not going to lie. Earthquakes, not on the list. <laughs> but, I want you to think about this. Boobs plus earthquake, good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that segues perfectly into our top 11 list. Sure is. And this week, um, we for, on a whim, we just decided that we're going to do a top 11 list of euphemisms for boobs. Or breasts, if you want to be more technical. Technical, yeah. <laughs> Accuracy, very important. And, well, here we go. <laughs> Number 11. Boobies. Yeah, that's it. Everybody likes boobies. Boobies is a simple one. It's cute. It's funny. It's to the point. PG, even. Yeah, boobies. Boobies. Everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've heard five-year-olds say boobies before. Well, of course. That's the first word you teach them to do that. <laughs> Because <laughs> from a five-year-old, you don't want to hear any of the other ones on this list, I'm fairly sure. Uh, let's, let me check. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's the only one you'd want to hear a five-year-old say. Anyway. Which is why it comes in at the number 11 spot. <laughs> number 10 is Tata's. PG-13. <laughs> okay. Not, not so bad. Which is, uh, I don't think it's a widely used one. Tata's? Well, okay, yeah, for our list, it's mostly widely used. It's fairly widely used. Number nine, howitzers. <laughs> howitzers, the biggest gun you can think of. I mean, not all boobs qualify as howitzers. <laughs> it's you're, a, you're talking 34 double D. Double D? I thought it was like triple, triple Z. <laughs> triple Z. <laughs> all she is is howitzers and legs. <laughs> She's a mobile weapons platform. Oh, God. Number eight, this one is just funny. Number eight is lactoids. <laughs> it's usually a scientific term. Because as we know, poops lactate milk to feed young That's That's the purpose, of, that's purpose. The purpose of them. That's why they're there, and to entertain men. <laughs> Boobs' sole purpose are for men and children. That's the only reason why they're created. And lesbians. You must keep that in mind. Oh yeah, I forgot about the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> but the greater market share is for people who don't have them. Yeah. Number seven, for uh, the the butch women who don't want to feel so effeminate, chesticles. Chesticles. <laughs> There's two of them. They're round and they're on your chest. Chest it's fairly self-explanatory. <laughs> oh, number seven. Where the hell is number seven? Did you skip up? No, there it is. Oh, no, you just did number seven. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I just derailed this. Number six. Uh, this one's a little uh, giggle-worthy, is uh, fairy pillows. 
Because you, you could imagine. But think of it. Fairies are the least likely group of people to be using them as pillows. Actually, <laughs> women are more comfortable having gay men around because they know they don't look at them in a sexual way. Fair enough. So you, I guess fairy pillows is a, an appropriate name. Number five, appealing to uh, men and, in lesser extent, man's best friend, sweater puppies. <laughs> Makes them sound cute, adorable, snugglable even, because <laughs> they are. <laughs> Number four, this one is by far my favorite on the list. Just because it sounds so funny. Schmeebs! <laughs> Look at the schmeebs on, on that. <laughs> wow! Those don't sound like big breasts. Those sound like mid-sized breasts. Schmeebs sounds like a Jewish word for boobs, doesn't it? Just a little. <laughs> Number three. Fun bags. Simple. To the point. Honest, direct language. <laughs> They're fun, they're bag-like. <laughs> fun bags. Uh, number two for the more geeky crowd is uh, parabolas. <laughs> Just hear a couple math majors. Check out the parabolas on her. Oh my god. <laughs> that was for Keith, parabolas. <laughs> and the number one euphemism for breasts is one that we found today and laughed our asses off about. The number one, mamaroonies. <laughs> Sounds like something an old New Yorker would say. Ah, you know, man, mamaroonies. Look at the mamaroonies in that one, man. <laughs> oh, oh, I wonder how they combined that one. Just they wanted to do a variation of mamaroonies, so they threw Rooney on the end of it. It was something to do with Mickey Rooney. Jiminy Jillikers, Jiminy Jillikers. <laughs> man, there were a whole bunch that actually didn't make the cut today. We we cut the list in half because we found so many. Can I rhyme them off? Go for it. All right, let's see. Uh, Wawas, knockers, jugs, umlauts, bongos, magumbas, chest bombs, dueling banjos, and muchachas. I like muchachas actually. A little. <laughs> I like umlauts. That's a good one too. <laughs> And Magumbas. We have to thank the Simpsons for that one. <laughs> oh. Good old Krusty the Cloud. <laughs> Good old Krusty. Magumbas. Check out the Magumbas on her! Oh. Once again, we will put that uh, closing plea out. If you have a particular top 11 list you want to hear us do, let us know. Yeah. Feedback. It, feedback. We like feedback. We had three comments on the last one. Except in an audio sense. Oh, you want audio? No, not audio. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for listening to this entire production and congratulate you on your excellent fashion sense and impeccable hygiene. If you have come across this audio adventure, you are no doubt aware of our web space at pibcast.tumblr.com. Feel free to provide us some feedback on the comments section or fire off an email to pirateradio2.0 at gmail.com. Stay tuned for more exciting adventures from Pibcast! <laughs> <laughs>